I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because uh, Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-his host, Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasts and find us where you find podcasts. Search the Black Guy Who Tips. Live tickets are still on sale for our live show coming up September the 9th, 3 mm-hmm. p.m. Virtual tickets, in-person tickets. Gonna get you some. We'd love to see you there. It's gonna be a nice intimate occasion and we appreciate the support and the love you know we're gonna have like a photographer now i paid for the photographer so y'all gotta show up okay it's a lot of money i'm trying to tell you y'all better come get these pictures taken this isn't just like a cousin with an iphone like this mm-hmm. is a real professional person that's, that's Think i'm gonna bring out them lenses showing up and giving us two hours of their time come on we, we would like y'all to uh you know come out and help us look good uh <laughs> <laughs> so we can have promotional pics and people be like oh they always oh, be lit when they do stuff i'm gonna be at the next one you know we, just we gotta want to be pictures of us yeah we gotta <laughs> have that um matter of fact i might make them take pictures of us maybe that's what we'll do too we'll get some headshots we're gonna make them do all the work okay <laughs> They charge. They charging. I don't know. They taxing now. Y'all. I don't know if y'all paving no photographer before. <laughs> but the, them rates ain't no joke. Them races, yeah, they Spe- out there. especially the professional ones. This ain't your cousin. You can, you can, yeah, that's you what can I said. Free, uh, 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 a cheap meal to and be like, all right, I got you, homie. All right, so we're gonna do that. Um, also, we're gonna get into some podcasts and stuff. The official weapon of the show is. Folding chair. Folding chair. And the unofficial. And oh, we know. We heard the silence. And the unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. 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 Um, And we'll get into our sponsor because I believe today's show is actually sponsored. So we'll get into our sponsor later in the show. That's called a tease. That's how that's how we do it over here at the professional podcast, okay? I don't know what y'all been doing at y'all other little shows, but <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here, okay? Um, but yeah, we do have uh plenty of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh where should we start? I guess start with just some just some news. We can just start with some regular ass everyday news. <laughs> play a little too long i was bobbing um all right let's get to the news someone asked would it be a meet and greet not officially like the last time we did it where we charged extra and then we signed posters and took pictures with everybody right uh we had like a photographer to help with all that stuff 
uh no we this is time they asked us so we didn't hire an event planner and all the stuff and the people that it takes to do all that right but um after the show we might step outside and and just thank everybody for showing up and if y'all want to get a selfie or something mm-hmm. we can do it then you know but uh yeah we thinking about y'all you know we appreciate y'all this will mean mm-hmm. a lot to us the people that make it out to this one y'all the real heroes i know the tickets the real ain't, mvps the tickets ain't that expensive but i just know that you know uh, it's not as much notice as before, and uh, you know, um, it's a it's a Saturday. I know people be having plans and stuff, so it means a lot to us that you would even come out. Yes, Billy McFarlane. Do you know that name, Karen? Mm-mm. I was about to say who? Fire Fest. Do you know that name? Yes, I do. I know what the fire. I remember the Fire Fest. Fire Fest is back. Billy McFarlane ready to do Fire Fest too. Tickets already on sale, sis. What? Yep. You trying to go? Is Ja Rule involved again? Uh, they don't say. They don't say, but the new Fire, fire Festival. Child, y'all, y'all ready to get a slice of bread and a, and a carrot stick? Mm-hmm. He doesn't uh, appear to have uh, the big influencers and celebrity backing like he did the first time. Of course no, not. Uh, no Kardashians or Jenners telling you to go out there uh it seems that he's the only one promoting the concert as of right now it's scheduled for december 6 2024 so you got over a year uh, it will allegedly include the main show fire pop-ups and the fire crew community there's still a community how you still got a community is i guess everybody gotta have apparently no matter what it is even yeah. if it's a small hive you <laughs> to make a hive apparently who the fuck would, I guess there's some people just out there right now, you know, signing up for this bullshit. And who are the actors going to perform? my money, my house and my car. Somebody, somebody said that when they seen the prices. Um, so yeah, uh, while the ticketing website doesn't provide many details, oh my God. Of course not. This motherfucker better not have sold one ticket. Because it's not legit. I mean, after what you did the first time, bro, I need all the details. Nigga, they, they made the two, three different uh, uh, companies made fucking documentaries on this bullshit. I need the details like what you going to eat that morning. Like right. not not what I'm going to eat, like my meal. I, of course I want those details. But I want extra details like, you know, uh, what kind of toothpaste do you use? Billy McFarlane every morning. I need to know. Okay. I need to know intimate things about you that I've never asked anybody else because I don't trust you. And uh shout out to Biles Deep. This is when you ask the questions just and ask. Yeah, I wanna know. I'm I wanna run your credit. I don't want I can't just believe this gonna happen. Um the tickets are now on sale. How much do you think they are, Karen? For a ticket. Fifteen hundred. 1500 okay okay karen i see you still think you got some credibility 499 dollars for the first 100 buyers then it's gonna go up to uh the next 400 will be priced at 800 dollars, and then for the fire starters uh i'm just saying basa and tone y'all kenny y'all might want to y'all might want to holler at a lawsuit but uh for the fire starters package so they got the fire 400 
Not the five four hundred. We got degrees to the five. The five right, juvenile. You might want to get on this. Five four hundred will be uh seven ninety nine. Fire starters will be eleven hundred ninety nine dollars. And the most costly access will be eight thousand dollars for last chance tickets. Yep. The website did not list which artists are performing. Child, cause ain't nobody gonna be there. It's gonna be the band from Chuck E. Cheese. Child, <laughs> that will come out all robotic and shit. It's gonna be Child, y'all gonna get some holograms. Ain't nobody gonna be there. It's gonna be that band Jabba Jaw was in. Y'all, it's gonna Yes, Jabba Jaw. It's gonna be a bunch of fictional bands. Come on, child. It's not gonna be no it's, real it's, bands. It's gonna be the the, the background music for Scooby Doo. Jim and the holograms gonna be there. Yes, come so on. Cold Slither gonna the be mis- opening. The misfits gonna be there. Right. Y'all, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Ain't no ain't no real band about to do this shit. Cause they that's the other thing. He didn't pay the axe either. So the ax, like, why would the ax sign up for any of this shit? They need their money. That was like a big part of why people didn't show up. It's like, uh, we still ain't got our money. You got to schedule for this event. Fuck it. We're not showing up. Sorry, fans. This motherfucker is shady. We don't perform for free. We do not perform for free. This motherfucker, y'all going to be staying in FEMA tents and shit. Because you remember last time we had people standing in hurricane tents and fucking mm-hmm. eating cheese sandwiches and living on rafts and shit? Like, this is, mm, okay. All right. The the Man, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, though. You know what it makes me think about? What? It makes me think about this. With the right white man, we can do anything. Ah, yes, you can! The right white man, you can literally do anything because... What else is making you sign up for this if it's not just, I believe in him because he's white? Yeah, because don't nothing else make no sense. There's nothing else this man has done to make you think that it's going to be legit, that it's actually going to happen, that you're going to get your money's worth. I don't understand. Why would Billy lie to us again? Uh, again. Mm-mm-mm. Speaking of white nonsense, a hot air balloon pilot with cocaine in his system made a mistake that caused a fatal crash. I say the mistake was doing the cocaine and trying to pilot a balloon, but maybe it's just me. <laughs> right? Okay. This happened in 2021 in New Mexico. It killed all five people on board. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he hit power lines and crashed into a busy intersection. <gasps> they found no evidence of mechanical malfunctions or failures. Well, I mean, you into the crowd. I mean, cars and shit was flying around while they was going down. The amount of cocaine and marijuana found in the system suggested recent use. That would have likely had impairing effects that contributed to the crash. Um, yeah. Witnesses also told investigators the balloon's envelope separated from the basket after hitting the power lines and floated away. It was found south of the crash site. God damn. This sounds like a horrible way to die. Yes. Like just, oh my goodness. Mm-mm. When you're doing important shit, don't do drugs. The balloon crash was the deadliest in New Mexico's history the second deadliest in the u.s since 2016 now i gotta say uh that seemed like a very specific right death toll to be counting i'm about to say um <laughs> well that shit what was the record breaker and i mean like damn i mean since 2016 so that mean back in the day people were dropping like flies apparently i just assumed that the the number one is the hindenburg which was uh 
not a hot, not a balloon, but like a. a we call those fucking like things. a stadium balloon thing over the yeah, football stadium. Yeah, like a Goodyear blimp looking situation. Yeah, I assume that's number one. But then I feel like after the Hindenburg, all of them gonna be like four people die, five people die, six people die. I don't think you're gonna get. I mean, how deadly can a hot air balloon crash be? Unless you crash into something. Like, yeah, you if you had a hot something. air balloon that crashed into a nuclear plant. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. And I guess that counts, but it feel like it shouldn't count right. as much. Right. I mean, I mean, are you counting the people on the ground? I mean, because, you know, you're people in the balloon, but, you know, it sounds like you hit traffic. So if I'm driving and a balloon falls in front of me and I die, am I counting in the in the balloon total? I should be counting in the balloon total. That, right. that don't make sense. Right. Uh, people are losing more money to scammers than ever before. I've been... Uh, a lot of the like the documentaries you've been watching has been you know they talked about scamming and also um particularly with online and the way they they word stuff mm. people are more apt to click on things more even though you have people that are you know tech savvy and all that stuff they've the technology has allowed them to be better and smarter and everybody think Everybody thinks that they're above the rules when it comes to being scammed. Everybody goes, I'm special. I'm intelligent. You never get me. But too many motherfuckers getting scammed for everybody to be above getting scammed. That don't make sense. Well, I think it's kind of two things happening at once. It's like um, scammers have improved a lot. Um, And with the hacking and knowing your information, they've added a level of sophistication that I think scammers didn't always used to have. So, like, they know your we, we're digitally tracked. If they have your phone number, they know your address. They have your address, they know your name. And <clears throat> if they know like where you bank or something, I got scammed once where they spoofed my bank. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just wasn't thinking that was a lot of shit was happening at the same time. I thought it was an emergency call for my bank, and I, and it was like almost as soon as I hung up, I went, oh wait a minute, that don't sound right. That didn't. That wasn't right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Cause and and I find funny the way the bank works. It's is is like they normally don't call you. They normally send like letters or like through the mail. Like of course, very yeah. Old I mean, school shit. Your right? bank sends you a text or email all the time telling you don't do this and don't do that. But it just it does until it's happening. You don't think about it. Right, and also the thing about scamming, a lot of scamming don't get reported <coughs> because everybody feels like I'm stupid, I'm dumb, why did I click on that? When when people actually need to report on this shit, and I do understand it's a lot of shame that comes with being scammed. So a lot of people are being scammed left and right all the time, but nobody is saying that they're being scammed, and everybody thinks they're above being scammed. Well, then it's hard to get down to the root and solve the problem when everybody thinks that they're so super special and calling you stupid and calling you an idiot and then you feel stupid and you feel dumb and okay well then nothing gets solved and then these people just walk off with the money and everybody goes it's okay and it's not okay and they have a new thing now where they take this uh like they can take people's voice and mimic the voice yes call your parents so like my parents i mean our our fucking voices are on the internet someone could probably call our parents and pretend to be us or something and they're like they we got them we, they kidnapped you better send us some money and all this shit and it's just the to scam you um but yeah it's happening more i think also because 
it's happening more like not like pe- more people getting scammed because it's easier to scan to to reach out and have a wide reach via the internet and these cell phone like automated calls and all that stuff uh, in 2022, reported consumer losses to fraud total $8.8 billion, which is a 30% increase from 2021. 30% in a year. Yeah, um, that, that, that is, that's a lot. That, and, and, and like I said, the thing is the stigma associated with it, the shame associated with it. And the thing is, I feel about this the same way I feel about the, you know, the women that get scammed out of their money, particularly the old women that get scammed out of their money. You know, like, I feel like, hey, nobody's really talking about this shit, but everybody's like, oh, you stupid, you I was like, with too many people are falling for this trick, this particular trick, for it to be so simple. You know, like, and I understand that some scams are particularly like with a lot of uh, the ones that's like, where the person is lonely and all that stuff. Like, I understand it's more to it than just a quote-unquote scam. Like, the person, sometimes the people are getting something out of it. But even with that, I still, I look at that the same. I know a lot of people just, they, they just don't. No, I'm like, no, they are scamming people. People need to talk about it. People need to, just, it don't matter your degree. It don't matter your education. It don't matter. None of that shit. You can still get got. And everybody feel like, oh, I just got got. And they just, you know. And then there's no there's no repercussions. The laws are slow behind it. How do you get your money back? Like, how do you recoup your shit? It just so happened that I was happened to be with the bank. And the bank was like, hey, y'all, we know they doing this. But what happened if you hit a situation where they'd be like, oh, you, oh, you, oh, the money just gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then people will have a fucking fit. Yep. I agree. Um also uh the biggest losses were investment scams and cryptocurrency schemes another thing that boomed during the pandemic once again very unscrupulous people even cryptocurrency as it's supposed to work can be unregulated and unscrupulous right think scammers get a hold of this they know it's very new technology new ideas to people people who've never invested before young people putting their money in this stuff uh people when you know every commercial was encouraging you you're a fucking coward if you don't put your money in this shit you know it's matt damon calling you a pussy on, on the super bowl commercial and you're like what the fuck did i do what are you doing buddy it's like you what you a bitch you don't you scared to put some money in crypto and then you you know like, i'm not no bitch and then you put the money in crypto and now it's fucking gone because you don't know what the fuck you're doing so uh yeah i think uh, it makes sense that it jumped up so much in one year because to to just say it jumped up over say the last ten years okay to thirty percent in one year do you understand how much that more that's a that to me that makes sense during the pandemic investment scams everyone was playing the stock market and meme stocks and shit um and then cryptocurrency dogecoin and all that shit which is all a fucking scam in the first place right and i know some of you niggas don't think it's a scam y'all the motherfuckers they either be scamming people or the people that get scammed don't write in to me i'm just gonna hurt your feelings and then it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird so just right you don't like it too bad deal with it right and it's you know and for me it's very frustrating because like i said technology has gotten better particularly with um anytime the technology increases the scammers get better because before like for me it's sad but if you call me and i'll picture don't pop up and your name don't pop up, i don't answer the phone i see you straight to voicemail fuck that 
you know, and I know some of the shit be important. Only time I pick up the phone is if I know I have like a delivery or something and I know it's about time for them to get there. I'll pick up them because I need to talk to them. But I've hung up on them and then they leave a message and I'll call back, you know, because I'm like, for me, I'm like, I don't want to be bothered with no bullshit. Don't be, I pick up the phone. And then next thing you know, I'm getting a strange text. Then next thing you know, you don't hack some shit, you know. And 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 for me, it's it's a very frustrating process. And so I think the technology has gotten better, and a, like you said, a lot more. The 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 scamming has turned to other avenues outside of cell phones because they know that most people don't do their cell phones. I remember at one company I was working with. You know, them them wellness programs they have everybody assigned for. They was like, yeah, we got the wellness program. They had to send out a mass a mass email telling people to pick up their phones. I was like, bitch, I'm not picking up my phone. I don't know who that is. So what was happening? They was calling people for the wellness. People just was not answering. It was like, yeah, it was like because that. And my thing is I fought the federal government for this. When this bullshit first started and they started bombarding people's personal cell Because before you used to couldn't do cell phones. Before it used to be house phones. Mm-hmm. And then they started doing cell phones. The federal government should have stepped in. <laughs> And, and put a lock on that bullshit, but they didn't. And so now you have people like me who don't pick up their phone no matter who the fuck you is. And that's well, not always safe. Well, come on now, Karen. You can't get credit for that. You don't pick up the phone because you're black. And it's, <laughs> they're unrecognized numbers. You're trying to act like it's something about scamming, but we, we all know black people don't pick up the phone for numbers we don't recognize. It is what it is, and it's always been that way. It's been We don't pick up the phone if you call our house phone. And we just think it's not a time people supposed to be calling. We just be like, no, that must be a mistake. It's four thirty, you know. So you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to get a little extra credit, but I, I hear you, buddy. I know you woke. I know you. <laughs> You know, I'm not trying to take it away from you, but... I mean, I know I'm old and black, but I'm not the well, only person. It's right, other people okay. that don't pick up the phone, too. Right, black people. But before ah! before, the, before the scam and stuff even started, you weren't picking up the phone for people. Yeah, so I know. Don't, don't try to act like, oh, now that the scams is loose, I'm extra not picking up the phone. You can only not pick up the phone. You can't... <laughs> not extra not picking up can't the pick, phone. Yeah, you can't not pick it up twice. Uh, Subway is selling... Subway, they selling the business. Somebody's buying it. Yes. After they don't spend all that money to get the deadly slices like Jersey Mike's. They are well, maybe that's why they're buying them. I don't know. <clears throat> but they are being bought. Who's buying them, Karen? Uh, it's Big Arby's buying them. Big Arby's. A drug. Woo, we got the meats and not the subs. A drug laundering. Yes. All right, then. I'll wait for you to get that. That's hilarious. A drug laundering organization would have money like that. I've never seen a line for Arby's. I've seen lines for Subway. I've been in a Subway before and been like, there's too many people in here. I'm leaving. I'm not waiting for Subway. That's ridiculous. It's not even good. But I have seen people eat Subway. I've eaten it myself. I've, I've eaten it myself. <clears throat> have been a long time. Many a, many a people have hit that lunch and, and came back with that meatball sub, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they just made it work. I, I've been in a Target and a Subway was in the Target and people was eating the Subway in the Target. Never been seen an Arby's inside a Target in a Walmart. Never seen no. that in a Kmart. Nah. No, no, most Arby's are standalone. I've uh, never standalone, and you'll be standing alone <laughs> in line because ain't nobody buying that shit. Where are they getting the fucking money from? They done bought Buffalo Wild Wings. They yes, just they buying did. every goddamn thing. What is happening over there? I think we all know 
what's what's happening over there. Is I wonder what he's gonna do today. I wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow. This guy, this guy's just pissing. He's pissing all over us. He's pissing on you. What? What does it taste like? Chief, what does it taste like? Cause you know what? It tastes like piss to me. You know how much they buying them for? You want to guess? Did I already say? Uh, no. Already say. Okay. Uh, close to a billion. Close to a billion? Uh-huh. $9.6 billion. <gasps> Where are they getting this fucking money? 9.6! Where are they getting... Where are they getting this fucking money? At the meats. I told you. That's what they get their money from the meats and the shakes. I can't wait for the court case. They're shaking case. them down. I can't wait for this court case. They ain't getting the money for no meats and no shakes. I'm like, first of all, that doesn't even make sense to say they get the money from selling food. They're selling you Wagyu beef for $3. Wagyu beef is expensive. That's a loss. Every time they sell one of those burgers, it's at a loss. So how the fuck are they making money? It doesn't make sense. Can't wait for the court case. Guilty. You're the one who's guilty lawmakers the politicians the colombian drug lords all you who lobby against making drugs legal just like you did with alcohol during the prohibition you're the one who's guilty i mean come on let's kick the ballistics here ain't no uzis made in harlem i mean not one of us in here owns a poppy feet this thing is bigger than nino brown this is big business that's what they're going to be saying. This is big business. During the class action lawsuit for the fact these motherfuckers are, when the, when the, when the Merrick Garland comes down on them after you get done with Trump, that's what we're going to be dealing with. That, that taste. That, that's crazy. They doing something because a lot of times I see like the celebrities and oh, if you paying me, I'm taking your money too. But for Subway, you know, they have like a lot of celebrities do the Subway commercials. So I'm like, y'all must be doing fine. They was like, nah, we see, we got to sell. $9.6 billion to buy. I guess the only good news is if they spend that $9.6 billion to buy Subway, at least it won't go to 96% tile rate to Republicans the way that they donate their money, you you know. So maybe in that way, we won't have to worry about that's a that's a couple dollars Ron DeSantis don't get, and we get a couple extra days of critical race theory in Florida till they overturn that shit. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is happening. Um, iPhone owners will soon be getting payments for for Apple devices slowing because Apple slowed down devices in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were slowing down on purpose. Millions of Apple users with older iPhones can relate to having their phones come to a crawl or overheat when the new iOS update count comes along. A lengthy court battle has concluded that Apple purposely slowed down devices with older batteries to prevent shutdowns. Unfortunately, most iPhone users were unaware of this process. Only customers with the iPhone 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6S Plus, or SE device were eligible if they ran the iOS 10.21 software, a later version, before December 21st, 2017. The same goes for people who had the iPhone 7 or 7 Plus and downloaded iOS 11.2 or later before December 21st, 2017. They'll dish out between $310 million and $500 million to settle nearly 3 million claims. 
I mean, that's a lot of claims. Multiple outlets have reported payments ranging from $65 to $90 for those who own pre-2018 devices. Of course, the deadline has already passed. That closed October 2020. So anyone unaware of the suit until now would not be compensated. Yeah, and it's also, you know, one of those things where people used to complain about that. And a lot of times, for most people, they would just get an upgrade because they was like, well, fuck it, my phone acting up. But the thing about uh, the iPhones, for a lot of people, when they buy them, like a lot of Apple products, they last a while. So a lot of people go, ain't nothing fucking wrong with my phone. Like, why the fuck would I get rid of it? I'll just hold on to it. Because we've done that before. We, we'll skip, like, you know, two or three generations will come out, and we'll still have our same phone, and it'll be functioning just fine. It'll be slow, but it'll be functioning just fine. And the thing is, uh, because of the time and the age, for a lot of people, uh, uh, who would probably qualify for it, no longer qualify for it, because they no longer own these phones. They've upgraded and all types of things. I, you know, truthfully, I think this pool probably would have been bigger, you know, at, at one period of time. But a lot of people are going, well, yeah, I, I, you know, I've kind of, I'm outside of those phone ranges now. I think also just, I haven't experienced this too much because I normally upgrade my phone. But mm-hmm. also, if I have experienced it, it's probably wasn't for long because it's annoying enough to make me upgrade my phone which is right to me is the real point now they're saying I, apple's argument is we slowed down your phones because with your like processing power if we just allowed it to continue to process at the right speed your phone would run out of battery and overheat very quickly because the new ios is demanding more so that's their consumer argument of like, look, we weren't doing this to like fuck you. Mm-hmm. We were actually doing this so that and and I mean to some extent I've noticed that too. After they stopped doing this, if you have an older phone and you update it to the new firmware and all this shit, the battery be gone. The battery just be out cuz it's like Okay, you can do some new shit that you couldn't do before, but you, your shit is He's old. Drain it. You wasn't designed to do all this, so your shit ain't gonna last long. But uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, and I'm glad that you know people are gonna get a little check from it. But uh, yeah, if people are like me, they probably just upgraded their phones and they'll never really get that check. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Right. The whole purpose was to, you know, kind of force you to kind of upgrade because, yeah, like you said, they don't do that anymore. They don't slow it down anymore. So, yeah, you know, if you have a certain level of phone, with, you know, maybe not the first one, second one, third one, but eventually you'll be like, well, goddamn, I just turned this bitch on halfway through the day. Why am I at 50 percent? But that's that's why, because they like we're not slowing up the down no more, and we just gonna let it eat your shit up, right? Um, but uh, yeah, one quarter of adult children are estranged from a parent. Hmm, that's a big number. Yeah, man, one out of every four of us. One more than one quarter of young adults are estranged from one or both parents, or have been. A finding that suggests a societal shift away from traditional bonds of family. Several recent studies, articles, and hot-selling books have hinted that young America is rejecting the biblical adage "honor thy mother and father," along with the attendant concept of compulsory kinship. Instead, young adults are picking who will populate their families. Um, okay, I guess I, I guess I have a question. When you mean estranged, do you mean like the the child decided I'm not fucking with y'all no more? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 and to an extent, I can I can see that. I, I can definitely see that uh, because you know there was a period of time where 
I was kind of like that because you get frustrated, you get irritated, you get aggravated, you don't feel like you're heard, you you feel like, um, I understand parents' job is to raise you to be an adult, but it's very hard for, for a lot of parents, and I understand, to... Parents always look at their child as a child no matter their age, and that becomes a problem once that child reaches a certain age and becomes an adult, you know. And for a lot of parents, it's no, it, you'll never be quote-unquote equal. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of people, that's very irritating because they was like, well, bitch, I pay my own bills. I got my own kids now. I demand respect. And you have a lot of parents, they just will not give their children the respect that they it don't matter if they earned it or not. They're an adult. So you, right. as a, a parent, you've got to give them that respect, and you also have to let them go mm-hmm. um, and let them make choices of their own and things like that. And, you know, for a lot of parents, they're very uh, – uh, parents can be uh, manipulators. And people with good parents don't understand that piece of it. You know, they always feel like something's wrong with you if you don't have this loving, caring, bonding well, let me stop. Let me stop parents. you right there. Let me stop you right there. I have good parents, and I can understand how somebody can have fucked up relationships with their parents, and parents can be fucked up. Like I don't think it's a. I have good parents, uh, d- d- so you don't know what you're talking about. I think what I think that it what I think a lot of that fr- comes from is also people that got fucked up parents in denial about their parents and their relationship. Agreed. Being like, well, I deal with my parents being fucked up. Why can't you? You okay. know. So I don't. I don't think that's a like. It's it varies per individual, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's as simple as like, well, you had a good upbringing, so you just completely are like, fuck it. A lot of times, I think my stuff, people's like fucked up parent stuff, sits out to me harder. Because I'd be like, oh, no. Like, I can't imagine my parents doing that shit to me. And honestly, I wouldn't fucking deal with it. The other thing, too, is, like, parents don't really control their children. We always discuss this as if the children are all great. But right. some of these children is fucked up, too. And it's like, you know, the parent is a, is a strange because the because the kid is fucked up. And it's like, right. I don't. So it's not, it's not like a, I think we like to discuss it as a power dynamic. But there becomes, like, an age because we're talking about young adults, not we're not talking about like 13 year olds and shit. Right. There becomes an age where it's like, maybe the kid, your, maybe the adult, your kid grew up to be is not the one that's that, that you thought they would be. And it's really not shit you can do about it. And parents deal with that guilt a lot. Mm. Sometimes putting themselves in some very like bad situations to try to like make up for like, no, I'm not a bad parent. I love you, but you can have a kid that's a sociopath. You have a kid that's manipulative. You can have a kid that, has all kinds of issues. So I think it's not just, I don't think it's simple, but I, but I do understand the way we frame it typically is the kid is right. Something's wrong with the parents and, and the kid has done what they needed to do. Agreed. Yeah. And, 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 and that could be other scenarios too, you know, because, you know, like, like, uh, you know, with me, you know, uh, it was one of those things where I made decisions. Like when we first got married, I didn't talk to my family for like a year and a half, almost two. I had no forms of communications with them niggas whatsoever. And I love them very dearly, but I was going through my own thing and I just did not want to be bothered. I had to process stuff. I had to go through things. I had to, um, learn how to view the world with my own eyes and not view the world 
through what they wanted me to be because and and and, and for me uh uh if you know if we want to quote unquote get deeper about it this is why i think it's very very str- me personally that's somebody with no children me personally i think it's very strange how people can have unconditional love for children but that same love sometimes does not extend to their significant other. It does not extend to their mates and their partners like other people. They feel like you're supposed to have this unconditional love for a child. But you know what? Children grow up and children become adults. And guess what? Adults are assholes. And so people fail to realize that they let you down. They disappoint you. And so your children can do the same thing. And so that's why I think it's very strange when it comes to this, this unconditional love can only go towards children, but it can't go ever think, go towards another adult. I think that, yeah, that's a bit of a tangent. But I think all love is conditional, even parents and kids. Like, agreed, it's all conditional. We just don't call it that shit. Um, and there's a lot of trauma that happens between parents and kids because we're that's the closest relationship most people are ever going to have until hopeful, probably ever. Honestly, even if you get like a romantic relationship at some point, mm-hmm. it's you know hopefully you know it's close like that. But it's quite possible your parents will be the closest relationship just by happenstance not because you want it to be but because it's necessity <laughs> like i you have to suck my titty for milk there's nothing you can do about it you know <laughs> like it's so um there's some bonding there but i think a lot of one of a couple things i wanted to bring up one i think the internet and social media has changed a lot of stuff because before it used to be you were relegated to the people you knew in town the people so your chosen family is not is it's like a smaller pool to choose from. Mm-hmm. And so what happens if you're a kid that's gay and your parents are super religious? You got to move to a whole nother city. You got to go to Atlanta to even find a family. Right. And how many of those kids don't ever do that? Don't make it out. Don't leave home or just find a way to like be miserable where they are or whatever. Um, now people got options. So that's another reason you could become estranged and not want to deal with that shit. Cause you're like, Hey man, um, I don't have to anymore. Mm-hmm. Even if you do stay home, you can find a social circle through the internet. Yes. So you can find that like chosen family and stuff. I mean, there's obviously pitfalls to being hyper online and, and making mm-hmm. your digital connections. Like there can be some pitfalls with that, but at the same time, it's better than dealing with a parent that hates you for some shit that you don't, you can't control or don't want to deal with. Um, so I can understand that as well. Um, I think a lot of times, uh, and, and of course, you know, the typical case that you brought up of just, I'm, this person's abusive and I don't want to have contact with them. Right. Obviously that's, that's, that's always going to be a factor as well. It's not that I didn't want to, I'm not dismissing it out of hand, I agree. but I just, agree. I'm people have more options now and I think we're seeing it displayed but at the same time we have an epidemic of loneliness yes meaning that people are still more isolated than ever um and I wonder about how much we're encouraged to cut people off without conflict resolution and to be hashtag team petty and to, and to be, you know, my way or the highway. And I wonder how much that plays into this as well. Not to say it's a major factor or just, but I can't help but wonder if it is a factor because I feel like the message that we get so loudly now 
is one fuck up and you're fucking done. One misunderstanding and you're out of here and mm-hmm. you can never get right. Oh, you apologize? I don't give a fuck if you apologize. I'm mad and everyone on the internet is telling me to stay mad and everyone on social media is like, fuck them people. And I do wonder if if like there's a cultural shift as well. I, I can see that. Uh, and also it's one of those things where you, you kind of have a generations all over the place. You have generations that are brought up Hey, we got to talk on the phone, or I got to see you face to face. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, let, like, let's hash this out. Versus a generation who's from the time they were born, things were already in place where they didn't have to have the 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 social communications and the interaction with people like another generation would. So for them, the internet is everything, and that's why it's hard for people who was not wrapped up in the internet like that, for people that are older than Google, that are older than Amazon and Facebook, it's hard for that generation to understand a generation that's raised where everything from your cell phone to your computer, everything is designed in this box of isolation. Everything is, I look at the screen, this is my world. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody is connected to the internet. Everybody's online. You have a generation that grew up on Instagram. They grew up on TikTok. They're growing up on these things. And so to them, the internet is a heavy influence because think of you being a child and how you you emotionally going through these things. Your mind isn't fully developed. You you're experiencing all these intense things. When you're young, everything is fucking intense because right. you're experiencing them for the first time. So you have to have somebody there to help navigate you through this and help guide you through these emotions so you don't, you know, go to the extreme one way or the other. But when these mechanisms are in place and your child just has access to this free range of things that they truly might not understand the consequences or the repercussions of how these things impact. And, and, and truthfully, adults don't know because we don't have enough studies on them. Well, one of the things I think I've been saying about social media for a long time is if you think about it, the tools to be good at social media are the same tools that uh, we ascribe to the to a narcissist. Um, and I mean that clinically, not like the you're an asshole. I'm gonna call you a narcissist. I mean, like, the ability to block people, the ability to get flying monkeys and gang up on people, the ability to villainize people, to ostracize them, um, to form our own narratives in our head about stuff without really, you know, to to avoid conflict resolution, to denigrate people, to harass them. Like, a lot of that stuff is how you get good at social media. You look at some of the most popular people on social media, they, a lot of them at one point at least uh, con- contributed to that kind of behavior. Um so I could see how people could reflect that in their real life relationships too, where it's like, Hey, I block everybody on social media that I don't agree with. I'm blocking you uncle or whatever. And so that's one part of, it. but let's talk about the positives of it. Cause like, I don't want to turn it into a completely negative thing. Hmm. Part of this is also people seeking healthy relationships. Yes. And saying, and putting up standards and boundaries saying, I'm not tolerating anything that's un unhealthy relationship right so maybe for them and their peace of mind they're like i don't want that uncle who's homophobic or racist or whatever i don't want that you know i think there's a reason that in this study 26 percent of people were estranged from their fathers only six percent from their mothers yeah, that, you know that, that speaks a lot to men. Like I'll just say, like that that speaks volume to men. Yeah, uh, because for a lot of 
not all, but for a lot of women, they have a tendency to be more apt to want to fix and repair things and be like, okay, I fucked up, you know, let, let's talk about it and things like that. When men, just the way, particularly cishet straight men, emotions, child, boo. And it's one of those things where unless they're willing to and uh, raise their sons to actually tap into real emotions outside of anger and laughter, like that, that's kind of the two emotions you get. And sometimes not even fucking laughter, just anger, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so when shit go wrong, the parents don't have, resol- re- uh, they don't have the skills. So they can't teach the child the skills. And, you know, I was raised up in a household where, where I didn't have those skills. I learned a lot of these skills as I got older. And, and, and for, and also I think for a lot of people like me, you did not realize if you're raised in certain households, you think the shit is normal. And once you go off to college, once you get out the house, once you start experiencing things and people around you go, something's I, well about. That, so that's the part that I think goes with something you said earlier. Now with social media, you can experience that without leaving the house. True. You yeah. can see other yeah. people's families and how they mm-hmm. resolve things. Once once again, <clears throat> if you're interested in that. Right. Because you can also, because like I, I think two things are working at once and we're having two thoughts that are, to me, both true, but not true for everyone in these groups. Right. One of them is, a lot of stuff is Instagram influencers and like TikTok therapists telling you, cut your parents off. You don't owe anybody anything. Fuck them. Blah, blah, blah. And I can see how that could go dangerously wrong as well, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, a lot of times, especially with the debt ceiling, like the debts that we have now where kids are on their parents' insurance until they're 26. Well, you're you're a fucking adult, man. You're on your parents' insurance. You're living in their house because you can't afford a house and right. all that stuff. So I can see how parents may feel like treating them like I, you're the enemy. You don't support every fucking thing I do or you what? Fuck you. I'm out. I can see how that would make a parent be like, dog, what, what the fuck? Like, I don't have any say, like I, I you're living under my roof now. This, right. this isn't like before when everyone got 21 and just moved the fuck out. Cause you could afford rent even on a like IHOP job. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't happening no more. No motherfuckers have full 40 hour to, a, a week jobs, salary jobs, and they yes. still might have to stay home because of student loans right. and how much the rent is yes, sir. and all this type of shit. So I think some of these dynamics have changed societally that I can see how it wouldn't be as simple as just my parents don't support everything I do. Fuck right. them, you know? And of course this, the internet's going to tell you that. Fuck them. Fuck your parents. But also I can see how people are going. The old ways are fucking dead. Just because I came out of your vagina, if you're fucking telling me every day I ain't shit, manipulating me, fucking up my self-esteem, hating every choice I make, Mm -hmm. I don't have to be here or talk to you or see you. You want to know how I'm doing? Log into Facebook and look at my pictures like everybody the fuck else because this ain't working for me. So I can see both things happening at the same time without it. And I think that's the crux of this conversation and is it, 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 it both be, things can happen. Yeah, and, and, and it can literally be a combination of both. Because as somebody who has went through, went through a lot of these different scenarios, you know, and went through a lot of these situations, be it a parent 
that does not have good communication skills, a parent that does not understand nor is willing to learn or change when it comes to certain things, you know, because I talked to my mama today and she just, and she, she literally looks at me like I'm crazy, but I know what I'm saying is true. And I know what I'm saying is right, but you could, cause that's how of, of my convictions, you know, but for her, it's very strange and it's very odd. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's of the generation and that they are people her age that are on the internet and things like that. But you're talking to a woman who doesn't have internet Wi-Fi or anything at her house. So, you know, when, when I left, it was literally, that's it, you know, with no seeing me on Facebook with no, yeah. none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the thing is she barely has a cell phone, just got a cell phone with, within the last maybe yeah, I know, years? but you also were raised by your aunt who's old like older than just like a parent normally would be. So like like say the difference between most people and their parents say is like twenty to twenty five years or so. Uh, okay. Do you uh, talk like that's why she doesn't have any of that technology. Right. Like if she was like 60 she probably would have that stuff because she would have been like 40 when that stuff was invented Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have sounded crazy at all but if you're like 60 when the cell phone is invented it's like fuck that shit i I made it this far (laughs) yeah she's like almost 90 so yes that's a big difference i'm gonna tough this one out you know Mm -hmm. i don't (laughs) i don't pay it just the fuck i need a cell phone for we had to explain to her you can't help me i'm gonna go to the payphone mama ain't no payphone like it was a hassle but uh, someone said she might be entitled to a check called Apple. Yeah, she might be shit. Yeah, she might have the iPhone six now. I don't know. But yeah, it's. I just think it's interesting because there's it's it's such a it's such an all encompassing topic because every single case is different, right? And individually, it it's gonna be different for everybody. But collectively, a fourth of adult children are not talking to their parents in like in a purposeful estranged way that says a lot you know i also wonder how much of that is the polarization we've experienced politically because it used to be a time where like yeah your parents are older than you so they're a bit more conservative than you are and you're more liberal than they are and as you get older you become more conservative normally and your children are the ones that are like disappointed in your ass and then they and and the cycle goes forever especially for white people but the cycle goes for (laughs) the cycle goes forever but i wonder if what conservatism has turned into has made a lot of people be like man fuck that like like this used to be okay when i thought when the most liberal progressive talking point for marriage for gay marriage was like oh you can get a certificate and you're like yeah okay get a certificate it's all it's basically the same as a marriage and that was like the most liberal mainstream position Mm -hmm. and so the difference between that and like your conservative parents might have been like well as long as they can't get married married i guess i'll fucking that's fine if that's what they want to do and you might find some middle ground in there where you're like fuck it man i mean shit it's not even like the president is saying it but once you get like trump everything is like a conservative parent a fox news watcher parent is yeah. living in a different reality yes. than their kid if their kid isn't on that shit too so once again i, I think there's just a lot of facts turned into like yeah. a very nebulous conversation it's mm-hmm. not very streamlined there's mm-hmm. a lot of things to say and not say but right it was a good thought exercise of just all the different factors i think that that that, that uh, contribute to so much estrangement happening yeah, yeah, and 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 there are 
a lot of different things. Like you say, it could be things on the parent side. It could be things on the child side. And truth be told, a lot of times it's a little bit of both. Right. You know, but people don't want to meet in the middle. But sometimes things are so egregious that I, you know, yeah. on either side that I understand. Yeah, nah, it's not. Nah, I, I think that gender thing is right. Like you said, uh, the, even in here they're talking about people don't know that really know their fathers. Your father's normally the stoic, quiet one that don't talk to you. He's not the one that calls you out the blue often. He, you know, they, they're the ones that you sit and drink a beer and watch the game, but, you know, don't normally talk to people about life. I'm not, I, I'm lucked out. My dad's not really like that, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of people whose daddies are like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a brooding presence that you're just afraid of when they come in the house. You're like, oh, don't. He's mad. He's been working and shit. Yeah, and, and, and also, all jokes aside, as somebody who never really had a male presence like you know like that Mm. it's one of those things when you start getting those male particularly me as as a quote-unquote i'm 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 one of them free birds people people look at roger like like you let her do that but it's one of the things where i'm kind of one of them free birds where sometimes i be forgetting uh uh when these grown men be talking and saying shit sometimes they be putting bass in their voice and shit and i be I be looking, I be like, oh, you ain't talking to me. And I just go on about my business. Cause I, I have no idea what you're referring to right now. What happened? Uh, yeah, cause what does this have to do with the, the fathers and the thing? Because I'm talking about like like you talk about that manly presence and mm-hmm. how and how that manly presence Oh, the intimidating Yeah, type okay. type of thing and how you you can be afraid. But people are putting bass in their voice talking to you or something? What's happening? No, no, this happened years ago. Oh, okay. But like but like you would be like at like uh I'd be like a family member's house and like Somebody would say something, and you could tell that he's in that house. They rule the roost of yes, through intimidation and yes, fear. And, yeah, and okay. so and so for me, it would make me respond a certain way. But then I had to remember, oh, I don't live in your household. Yeah, and so I'd be like, okay, and I do 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 go about my way. I, yeah, I wasn't joking. I just I was like who the fuck was talking to you like that oh no that, no 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 no, no. This, like, this, this, no. am i gonna have to fuck somebody up what what just happened no 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 this this, this, this was years ago when i was a lot younger yeah and so no, i get we're on the same page now and so i but but and even and like today like the person i am uh today it would it would be that scenario would have been completely different yeah, I mean, honestly, if I'm in, yeah, like, I feel you. I, I think there's a lot of men that do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, they, they purposely, and I've seen it. I've seen it in action where they purposely flex their muscles. They purposely raise their voice. They purposely demand shit. And it's like, dog, everybody in here got good ears and we can hear you. Yeah. Like, 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 you don't have and, to show us how strong you are. That a lot of people define masculinity in that way. Correct. You know? And a lot of people want... Because we're all fucking influenced by it. people think that's what they want from a man too, you know that kind of little bit toxic, you know whatever. But and I mean, I, and once again, I don't want to, I don't want to vilify it. I know men that are like that that are great, you know, right. like they, they have that gruff exterior, but you know, you ever need anything, they'll fucking it's getting done, you know. Right, the motherfucker be in the in the driveway changing your oil and shit, and you be like, yeah, he don't really communicate well, but the nigga, <laughs> the oil has changed, the motherfucking grass is cut, like that's how he communicate because the bills are paid. And I mean, if that's what you into, hey, more power to you. But I think that is also why there's a higher percentage of people estranged from their kids because their kids is like. I didn't really know my dad when I was in the house. I'm grown and out the house. What 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 do we have to talk about? And a lot of times, you know what this estrangement means? 
they don't get to talk to their grandkids. They like, mm-hmm. like, like they actually, when that child leaves, you actually lose a generation yeah. and then the generation's moving forward the moms, because there's, there's no communication. The moms, on the other hand, often have long simmering feuds over values, conflicting religious beliefs, or questionable life cho- choices. I can see that. Yeah. I can so see- the mom thing seems to be when you get estranged from a mom, it's a long process that doesn't have one big blowout fight it becomes it's just a long process and i know a lot of times girl children and their moms you know there's a relationship there's a love hate type of relationship there and a lot of times it can really go to hate for a while uh especially as you get older and stuff so yeah i I do uh, anyway this is a great study yeah yeah, it, it is and i think that sometimes a lot of people do not understand the mother daughter relationship that is a very unique in a very different relationship. And when you talk to the boys in the house, their relationship with their mom is completely different. Yeah. And a lot of times because women do things differently than men. Men have a tendency, like I said before, vulgarous and loud and intimidation and shit like that. Women slice with words, women slice with conduct, women slice in other ways. And it's one of those things that, uh, it could be very, very, as somebody who went through that, it could be very, very uh, frustrating. It could be very irritating. Um, and it's one of those things where studies have shown, you know who leaves the house first? Girls. Girls will pack their shit up and leave. And the boy, you know, it's been situations where, where boys have stayed a lot longer. Well, also, a lot I of think times. the, and of course, we're being very cis heteronormative, oh, all yes, that stuff, yes. you know, that, but just y'all understand. Yeah. Yep. But uh, a lot of that, I think, with, the girl children is because uh girls are conditioned and trained and taught at an early age to be this support system and go be this support system for a man or somebody like your goal is to get out of the house and get into baby making positions as fast as possible and at the same time women have experienced an explosion of uh autonomy and money and mm-hmm. careers and, and equality in quotes and, and so now they have different lanes of opportunities that are open to them so they're using those skills on themselves and being like man i'm just getting the fuck out of here taking care of myself and uh i don't need y'all to be nagging me all the time you know i'd rather not be talking to y'all than to be feeling shitty about myself all the time um I think also because of social media and the ubiquitous, ubiquitous, ubiquitousness, ubiquitousness. I think that's right. And because of how much we proliferated our society with trauma, violence, emotional abuse, uh, people now either have words to express what they felt, mm-hmm. or they have um, words to turn misunderstandings into like damning attacks yes and escalate the harm so i don't know like it's different for different people it's obviously individual and each i can see how a parent would feel like really gaslit or uh, speaking of words that people use too much but i can see how but i can but i mean it in the technical i can see how a parent would feel like whoa 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 i was there for those experiences too you know, uh, you were doing this, this, and this, and my response was this, this, and this, and it was to help, and it was with the best intentions for you, and now you're telling me that this shit that I did that's, like, 
what I learned and what I improved upon from my parents, you're telling me it's not good enough. And I think until this, the generation that is upset becomes parents of their own and their children get old and then they experience it. I feel like that's why you always see kind of like a coming together at a certain age of like uh, parents and grandparents where it's kind of like a, you know, oh, I get it now. I get it. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and also it's one of the things too, like you say, they come together and also parents and children have these idealistic expectations of each party. Mm-hmm. You have parents who put their hopes and dreams and aspirations on their children, regardless of if their children ask for these or not. And when they don't live up to them, it becomes a disappointment, all these other things. And you have parents that always look at their child as a child. Then you have children who look at their parents as these superheroes and then are very sad and disappointed and hurt, and, and which is valid. But you have to realize they're just human beings and people. And parents yeah. have to realize once a child gets to a certain age, they're just a human they're their being own person. person. Right. So until both parties realize that yeah. everybody's a human being and, and, and everybody, if they, if they come to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and I think that's why a lot of these conflicts come in because that, that's something that I had to go through on my own right. and had to have understanding. And just because you have empathy, just because you have understanding, just because you have compassion, it does not excuse behavior. But at the same time, you can have a better understanding of your yeah. parents as a totality, as a human I think, being. I th- yeah, I think that's one gift. Hopefully, everybody gets. So you try to is you get older, right? And then when you get a certain age, you think about who your parents were at that age and what they their responsibility was to you. And a lot of times, it's like, oh, I see. Like you were just flying. You were making a plane as you were flying it. You didn't. There's no instruction book. You don't fucking know. And, you know, I've done way worse shit at 25 that, you know, (laughs) that was completely irresponsible that luckily I didn't have any kids at the time. And a lot of people, the reason we didn't have kids is not even trauma related. It's literally just economics have changed so much in our lifetimes that by the time I'm 25, it's a different 25 year old environment than the ones my parents might have experienced at 25 uh, because the promises of America are, uh, are are not ever really fulfilled so um you got more people living alone than ever you got people waiting longer to get married than ever if they marry at all and birth rates are down so right there those are three things that you know are not really a parent's fault that's a societal issue so but it also is changing the way people interact between family because if you're living alone waiting longer to marry if at all and not having kids, the way you judge connections and family are going to change. Family is now yes, who is. I choose. Yeah. Connections are what I make them. So mm-hmm. I can see all that stuff. Agreed. All right. Um, that was a fun conversation, I think. Got a little deep and philosophical, I think. And, uh, you know, I think it's time to move on out of there. Let's move on down to the reggae section and uh, try. Uh, let's do a different segment. Uh, let's see. Um. Maybe we'll do some fucking with black people, all right? It's been a it's, it's a staple of the show. You know you love it. Let's do the uh what's the song? There we go. 
If you love space adventures, retro gaming, and mind-blowing artwork, check out Joystick Angels by Ray Comics. Meet five skilled cadet pilots, Deuce, Tank, Legs, Dragon Nettie, and their leader Fox. Train their whole lives to confront an evil alien force that ravaged Earth. They're now facing the ultimate test. Are they truly prepared? Joystick Angels are from the minds of writer, artist, Ray Comics, CEO, TJ Sterling, MIT music producer, and composer Spencer Sterling. The siblings are raising money for issues two and three, and the Kickstarter is packed with perks, including Ray Comics' completed flagship series, Okimus, Okimus' Dark History, and Shattered Visions, along with a Joystick Angels soundtrack composed by Spencer. Support indie comics and embrace this colorful young adult adventure while uplifting indie black creators. The Kickstarter is live until September 22nd. Contribute now. Find the link in the show notes to support. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Hey, who, 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 Ah, uh, let's see how they fucking with us today. Um, Arkansas schools stand against State Department of Education will continue to offer AP African American studies despite threats of defunding and discrediting. Right. The fuck is this? Uh, some schools in Little Rock, North Little Rock and Jonesboro are calling Arkansas Department of Education's bluff, saying they'll continue to offer AP African American studies despite the threat that they will be defunded and discredited. Now, I can say this. I can't think. I wouldn't put nothing past Republicans and conservatives. I think they absolutely will follow through on these threats to defund these schools because that's what they do. But I want to say how appreciative I am of these schools taking a fucking stand and putting something on the line because, honestly, that's a lesson those kids really will remember for the rest of their lives regardless of what the Republicans end up doing. Because it's out of goddamn control, and I'm tired of them being the only people that break the rules. Right. Sometimes you just got to be like, I don't give a fuck what the, like, it's wrong. It's just a wrong thing to do. Right. And we're not going to tolerate that shit. So, uh, fuck y'all. Go get the National Guard and uh, get you 12 white folks and take this shit to trial. Right. That don't make sense. It's like, dog, like, there hasn't been a problem. This this shit is, we've been teaching this shit forever and you gonna come in here and be like, no, don't be teaching no nigga shit. That's basically what you're saying. And it don't, and once it, once it goes there, you're gonna be like, don't teach no, no, no AP, uh, 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 class for this don't teach no ap class for that like it's it, it don't stop there and you start attacking other shit with other cultures here's what i i wonder about i don't live there but the schools are little rock school district central high school north little rock high school jacksonville high and academic acad- academies at jonesboro as well as charter schools north little rock center for excellence and esteem high school have all confirmed they will offer the course and calculate grades on the same elevated five-point gpa scale as other advanced placement classes right okay here's what i wonder that don't sound like every school in the state of arkansas I bet you those are where the black kids attend. Yes. And in that way, I feel even more fucked with 
because I guarantee you a lot of these white schools turned their motherfucking books in and said, we ain't teaching that shit rather than take a stand. Because white kids need to learn about the shit too. Yes, Kid, black kids that go to majority white schools need to learn about it too. It's not just it's if it's history, it's history. If it's 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 American history. It's not it's African American history, but American history is the real part of it. And they don't teach it in American history. They don't teach it in your civics class the mm-hmm. way they should. So I bet you there's a ton of schools where they just bend over and said, "Fuck it." Uh, we not, we not, we we bend in the knee. Go ahead and take his shit. We might even agree. We don't want to teach the shit. And I think that's what makes me feel the most fucked with. Now I don't live there, so I can't be sure of that. But if it feel like that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If it, it feel like that, they're going no. And and one of these things going. Why should we strip this away from our student population? You know and. These are AP classes, not all, but a lot of them will go on to college and shit like that. So, you know, it's one of those things where you're going, no. Yeah. Like someone said in the chats, I bet you some schools didn't even sign up to teach it. Uh, but yeah, Arkansas teachers who trained over the summer to qualify to teach the course received phone calls Friday from an education department official letting them know its decision and only provided a statement that said in part the class is based on opinions or indoctrination and said teaching it may even violate state law. Arkansas Education Secretary Jacob Oliva uh, also threw out other reasons for the decision to not honor AP academic uh, AP African American studies, but those were slammed. Oliva left the job in DeSantis. Florida Department of Education to come to Arkansas. Uh, so, yeah, this, it all makes sense. He's also uh, police policy rewrites on locker rooms, pronouns, and other LGBTQ issues as acquired by Florida's Don't Say Gay Law. Uh, Dracars for me. Oh, it's, it's the same. It's, it's very frustrating uh, to see this because the whole purpose is they want the populace stupid they want the populace not to know. They want everybody, particularly when it comes to to uh, white children, they want them to, to believe the bullshit, the slaves were happy and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of times what happened, history just ends up repeating itself. And so, not trying to be funny, this is how you have a generation where shit happened. Our generation be going, uh, the fuck? Why did y'all know this going to happen? And you have a whole generation, like, literally looking shocked and surprised because they don't know. And I'm just more... I don't understand why you would want to take away this knowledge from white kids either. I mean, you know, white kids can also grow up to be white people that believe this. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think that a white man uh, can't uh, uh, love Martin Luther King. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, I took AP classes in, when I was in school, and honestly, uh, I appreciated them. Um, it was accelerated from the normal classes that I had, you know, because I, I took a combination of both at some point, And then by my senior year, I was in, like, uh, almost all AP classes. But, um, you know, my other kids don't know. Like, I when other people in my same school didn't learn stuff. So even the fact that this is an AP African American studies is already a very small group of kids. Right. Like so, you're not talking about every kid nope. in the school learning about nope. African American studies. You're talking about a handful of academically gifted, a talented handful. kids learning African. So you are so you this is a fucking joke. 
you know? But yeah, Dracars to this bullshit. Uh, new FDA approved preeclampsia blood test could reduce black maternal deaths. What's preeclampsia? Um, it's a deadly form of high blood pressure that could be fatal if left untreated. Is it one of them things, not trying to find it, that only affects pregnant people? Uh, I don't know if it only affects pregnant people, but it impacts approximately one in every 25 pregnancies wow. annually in the U.S. That's black, a lot. Black birthing people, however, are disproportionately at risk, considering a staggering 60% of preeclampsia-related deaths are deemed to be preventable. This Ooh. blood test is a welcome and necessary development. Uh, doctorate prepared board certified nurse midwife Dr. Chanel Nsangu Joya enjoy i believe that's right um explains that preeclampsia is characterized by high blood pressure that may result in multi-organ damage most commonly the liver and kidneys are impacted it usually occurs about after 20 weeks of pregnancy but it can also begin in postpartum period it can be fatal if not properly managed similar to high blood pressure in non-pregnant person preeclampsia can be a silent condition the earlier it's diagnosed the better um uh, zero for me. I I I love this. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and and what's so sad is some of this shit should already been in place, you know. But it took it took. I try to find it. Wouldn't be surprised. Our black and brown doctors and shit and OGBYNs fighting for this. Like they don't make these rules. Like somebody probably been putting up a fucking fuss for decades, been doing fucking studies over and over and over and over and over again before they was like, well, fuck it. Yeah. It's the shit that almost, I think this almost killed Serena Williams. You know, I remember <gasps> her first pregnancy. Oh, shout out to her. She had her second baby today. She did. Her and oh, Alexis. Today? Oh. Yeah. Her and Alexis, or she had the baby like a few days ago, but they announced it on like Instagram and stuff today. So congrats to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, with Beyonce, I still remember like all the celeb gossip being this like, they, she didn't even really have them babies. They just rented out a whole wing, go to hospital for no reason. It's like, if I'm a black woman with unlimited resources, I'm having a child. I'm not trusting none of you regular motherfuckers. I'm sorry. She probably picked her own doctors and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of you motherfuckers Mm-mm. because too many of us are dying in fucking childbirth. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not fucking taking the risk if I can affect if I can change it. Y'all just now came out with the fucking blood pressure test. 60% of the deaths are black women and or black birthing people and 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 here we go with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. We just now getting it, you know? So, yeah, anyway, uh I love this. I love this. Uh, it, obviously, the history of it fucks with me, but not enough for me to say that this fucks with me. Zero. Shout out to whoever worked on this. Probably black people. Chad, that's what I... Right. Like, because we're going to be the only ones that's going to care and push this shit. Like, right. probably been pushing it for decades, and it kept being... Not trying funny. Denied by insurance company. Denied by this. Denied by that. It was like, look, y'all start covering this bullshit. Right. Um. So, yeah. There you go. Um, d- did you say your score? Zero. Zero. Okay. We both gave zeros. All right. Um, look at this time. You know what? Let's do some fucking one. Um, let's do some guess the race. Uh, might as well. We, 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 we've been making some good time. Been having a good time. Uh, party people in the place to be. It's time for some uh, guess the race. We're going to find some guess the race music. Boom. What time is it? It's time. it's time to guess the race. 
It's time to get the race. It's time to get the race. It's time to guess the race. All right, guess the race. Go around the globe, find different articles, guess the race of people involved. You know the drill. A woman lured a man into. Oh wait, can I play this article? Oh wait, it's only twenty seven seconds. Is that real? How the fuck they saw me or something? All right. Um, <laughs> looks like an ad is playing first. Uh, I guess I can try to play this. A woman lured a man into a fake Uber on strip to rob him. The strip, oh. of course, being Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. like like the the road. Yeah. yeah, not like she made them strip. Uh, although people do make you strip sometimes when they rob you, you know, just make sure you ain't got nothing else on you. Mm -hmm. um, but let me see if I can play this for y'all. A woman facing felony charges after allegedly luring an intoxicated man to a motel where he was robbed. The man left Horseshoe Las Vegas in what he thought was an Uber ride. A red sedan drove up to the pickup area and 20-year-old Rajane Jones ushered the man into the vehicle. He was taken to a motel where two men pistol whipped him and stole his cell phone. Oh. Jones was arrested at a Starbucks and her preliminary hearing is scheduled for January 29th. Man, people love to pistol whip you. All right, Karen, guess the race. Black and yeah, pistol pistol whipping ain't no joke. Guns hurt. The butt of them guns is heavy as shit. You've been pistol whipped a few times or something? No, I've oh, okay. no, I've I've just you heard. Just sounded it. like you had some experience. Also, you did some pistol whipping. Okay, no. <laughs> listen, this, I'm still learning new stuff about you every day, baby. No, I just I, I, I have not pistol whipped anybody, but okay. you know, just from what people tell me, the shit sound like it hurt. You kind of give off a pistol whipping vibe sometimes. <laughs> I don't own guns. This is why. Uh, Trey says black. Cardi B protege black. Tubi star black. Uh, is that similar to movie star or Tubi star? Is that what we're calling them? Um, B oh, bet on black. I'm so black. I was, I said BET on black. That's <laughs> They didn't even spell it with all caps. I just, I, my blackness just, just kicked in. Uh, black. Um, she's as black as her triple espresso and her Glock. Dang, she had preeclampsia with her first baby, Black. Oh, no! God damn, Mimi. Autocorrect, don't recognize the name, nigga. Black pats her weave with the pistol, Black. The correct answer is Black. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the wrong one. Sorry, here you go. Did they catch the other assailants? I don't know. They just oh, no. this is the only Rajane is the only picture they have. Um, so you know, I she uh, this must they must. Have I wonder if she rolled up his stuff out. Did they? Did she roll to pick him up with her hair like that? Was did I, he hop in the Uber and didn't? I doubt it. I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, she was on the strip, so nah. Okay. Well, good luck. You know, I'm glad they they brought somebody to justice and stuff. That's good. All right, let's go to the next one. Cop arrested after allegedly throwing McDonald's cheeseburger at wife. Oh, no. Is this going to turn to a minimum rage? I guess he said, we got McDonald's at home. <laughs> yes. And I'm throwing it at you. <laughs> um, McDonald's on you. The latest McDonald's cheeseburger attack comes from South Florida, where a cop has been accused of throwing fast food at his wife during a violent confrontation at their home. It's, I will say this. Uh, I had no idea until we started doing this show in this segment how much people are throwing food at people in their house and 
then someone calls the cops and it's reported as domestic violence because it's actually technically assault. Mm-hmm. I'm is. not now. I'm not saying that because I am downplaying the significance of it. Mm-hmm. It's just all of everything I just said never crossed my mind because none of it's ever happened to me. Right. Like I've never been like having an argument and then like someone threw some food at me and then I went, I got to get the cops involved in this shit. It, I, I'm not saying any of it's I, yeah, unreasonable. I've never had angrily food t- thrown at me. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm so big. I'm like, I'm not throwing. Why would <laughs> well, I, I'm like, why are we wasting food? Why would I hit you with delicious food? Right. You don't deserve that. If anything, no, I'm mad. That's an insult to the food. What is happening here? Not a lot of art, not a lot of articles about people throwing like a plate or a cup. Right. That, that make more sense than the food, but that's just me. I digress. Um, his name, uh, he's uh, okay. Investigators allege that an irate Andres Perez, 34. And his spouse had been arguing about financial and infidelity issues. Okay, pick a lane. Ah, we can't be both now. Pick a struggle. Okay, if you're going to be out here. You want me to get that? No. Okay. If you're going to be out here broke, don't be cheating. And if you're going to be out here cheating, don't be broke. Right? Pick a struggle, sir. When the lawman stormed into the kitchen in his wife's direction, throwing a McDonald's cheeseburger at her. That's why she was mad. She's like, we eating McDonald's cheeseburgers? How much? Money are you spending on these other hoes? <laughs> I, I bet you them. I, I, I bet you them hoes got uh, didn't get no McDonald's. I'm supposed to be getting the filet mignon, right. and they supposed to be getting the, the number five. Come on, you giving me the you doing this all backwards, mm. player? They supposed to be getting the, the the two for five, not me. I'm getting yeah, like they supposed to be like, oh, he splurged for extra cheese because he loved me. I, every every February 15th, we go on a date. You know, that's how she's supposed ah! to be. I'm the one getting the McDonald's. <laughs> the victim told. She's the one supposed to be getting the 30% upgrade the on victim, the soda. The victim told p- police that Perez then struck her with a closed fist. Okay, that's not funny. To the right side of the head behind the ear during the incident. You know, cops do be abusive. You know what? They, they, a they, lot they, of domestic violence. You know what they said? Statistically, they said uh, mm-hmm. cops, and they and they said that's one reason why. And I kind of believed them. They was like mm-hmm. one reason why they won't pass some heavier, sometimes domestic violence laws. Because cops be doing it, right? Message, right? And they was like, they they was like too many cops would like lose their jobs and shit like that. And if they do it to the ones they love, what you think they doing to the rest of us? Right. Okay. Wake up, America. Message. Uh, Perez and the woman have been in a relationship about eight years. Uh, they've been married for three years total. They do share kids in common. Charges were misdemeanor battery. He was booked in county jail. Uh, he bonded out and is an officer with the Miami Dade Police Department. Which is, how can you? How do he get to come back to work? That's weird. Like you, you supposed to serve and protect. You beat somebody up and threw a cheeseburger at him. You just come to work on Monday like crazy weekend. What? You know, they don't let the motherfuckers that uh, get caught um, sneaking into the movie theaters work at the movie theaters. You know what I mean? Ah, like right now don't make sense. There's no other job like this. No other. All right. Guess the race. Well, I'm assuming white. Okay. You, you assume. What was the names? Andres Perez. Oh, uh, Latino Mexican. Okay. All right. There we go. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Um, angry little Mexican McDonald's rage, McDonald's rage, spicy Latino. His ass didn't even buy a quarter pounder. Broke ass Hispanic. Jesus, I asked for a tacos Maria. <laughs> oh no! 
Ask for Tacos Maria Hispanic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is uh, Latinx. <laughs> Some of the answers came in late, but someone said Officer McBitches. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's 10 out of 10. <laughs> You got the McDonald's in there. You got the bitches. That's that's ten out of ten. That's that's great. No, we can't make that the title of the show, Karen. <laughs> I was about to say, can we make Apple, that? Apple the title? won't. Apple won't accept that. You put, put stars. Put your pen down. <laughs> <laughs> Some Mc bitches. That's a great title. Maria cop. <laughs> <laughs> Officer make abuse on the job. That's that's a stretch, but I liked it. Jalapeno on a burger, Latino, Luce Libre of the wife, Latino, Mexi, Shakyan. Okay. Oh my God. That's good stuff, y'all. Y'all are bringing the racism today. Uh, let's go to the final round. Karen's two for two. Yay! That's the bitch was white. I racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get Gold piece, gold chain wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey eating, baboon, big guy, fast running, high jumping spear, chucking 316 degree. Think they gonna let? Think they gonna let us play this in uh, night theater live? Yeah, probably will. Cause I don't think we had this last time, and uh, I'm looking forward to. A theater full of people that may not have even heard of our show. Oh, the going to- I thought the bitch was white. Usher's going, what, I the- racist. what the hell did I sign up for when I volunteered this night? <laughs> Just call them niggas. They'll be like, I, they won't be coming back next year. Uh, <laughs> Burger King gave candy to a worker who never called in sick. Like Halloween candy? And then the internet gave that person $400,000. Burger King cook and cashier Kevin Ford was happy to receive a small goodie bag from management as a reward for never calling in sick. But people on the Internet were less thrilled. They believe Ford right. deserved more, over $400,000 more. Last May, Ford was given a coffee cup, a movie ticket, some candy, and a few other small items for working over 20 years at Burger King without ever using a sick day. Nigga, don't they get a plaque? Yeah, <laughs> I was happy to get this because I know not everyone gets something, said Ford, who works at the Burger King and Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. He's a big believer in appreciating small gestures in life. He showed off the goodie bag on TikTok. The video went viral partially uh, because people were outraged. Right. 20, 20, that's a long time. Uh, many people respected his work ethic and positive attitude. They also argued he deserved more than a bag of trees. That led to his daughter, Serena, uh, to start a GoFundMe campaign last June in hopes of raising some money for her father to visit his grandchildren in Texas. She wow. set a goal of $200. Over the next year, the campaign amassed over $400,000 in donations while people flooded his inbox with messages about how he reminded them of their own father, brother, or friend. Aww. I think they just wanted to show my employer and other CEOs that deserve people deserve to be congratulated, rewarded, even just acknowledged for their hard work and dedication. Um, and of course, you know, 
you don't get paid for sick leave when you work in most restaurants. Mm-mm. You don't even get sick leave. I was about to say, does, do you even get insurance through that? Right. Yeah, so you don't get paid sick leave. You just get, you can not work. work right. Because they don't want you necessarily work when you're sick just because people get sick. Right, other they ain't going to pay Ill. you, though. Yeah. Um, so me workers typically do not get paid for missing work due to illness unless they dip into their paid vacation time. Uh, Ford said he only ever missed work for medical reasons twice in his Burger King career, once for a surgery related to sleep apnea, another for a spine procedure caused by working long hours on his feet. Even then, he uses vacation days to take the time off. Child, you won't give me some motherfucking candy. I'd be laying down in front of the fryers because I was in so much pain and people would tell me to go home, but I was thinking about the power bill or the water bill. Right. I love, I love that he's not like, I was thinking about Mr. Burger King getting the mystery. He's like, man, this is what I have to do to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and then people wonder why over the pandemic, motherfuckers was like, I'm tired. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and me and Roger was uh, uh, talking about this one was Sunday about how like a lot of your favorite places, be shutting down early now like it to the point now you know before you can walk into yeah. somewhere like 15 minutes before they close they was more than happy to take you now 30 minutes shit some of them are an hour before they close they start shutting them doordash apps down they start closing the kitchen they'll be like no we are not open we we ready to get the fuck up out of here yeah and i think a, a lot of this stuff has changed is People realize how transactional it was. Uh, people are worse to wait on after the pandemic. Uh, yes. People are, the restaurants are less staffed. Uh, people were able to find all kinds of different work. And of course, a lot of people are just dead or have long COVID. Like there's a bunch of reasons for this. Um, Ford had deep regrets about how often he worked despite the overwhelming support. He said, he went on his new platform to warn people, don't be like me. Uh, his job was not worth the heavy toll on his body and mentally mental health he said it was also difficult for his four daughters who often saw him come home for work after 10 p.m he said the he learned that lesson the hard way before he went viral on social media he said he was at the lowest point in his life he was dealing with a divorce the death of his parents and the departure of his children who had grown up and moved away after work ford would drive for for hours around his neighborhood reflecting on his life and what he would have done differently there was nothing but work in my life. Looking back, what was it all for? Why was I not missing days I could have spent with my kids and my wife? Right. That's why for man, this is, uh, I'm not saying we're the greatest podcasters in the world, but this coming full circle with the estranged father-parent thing is, it's like I planned it. I didn't, but damn. Uh, that's why Ford had described the fundraiser as a second chance. Not only does he have enough money for his retirement and help pay for his grandchildren's college educations, but he can also afford to take days off work and make up for lost time with his children. He plans to keep working at Burger King largely because he likes his coworkers. That's also my family there with fun and funny. And when it's not like that, then I guess I'll retire. All right. Wow. I know one thing. Some, I'll be acting different with that 400K in my pocket at Burger King. You know what I mean? I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> I know y'all said I need to get here at 4, but I felt like I come in about 5.15. I mean, what y'all going to do? You know? And, and uh, I'm having it my way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King, I'm the king. I'm the Burger King. Up in, I'll be wearing that crown. They give a birthday parties and shit. <laughs> I have it all slanted and shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Karen. No, I was about to say, 
people, because it's fast food, a lot of people have a lot of compassion. But just American workers across the board have this has this same mentality, just yeah. in a different way. Just that that mm-hmm. that shit is real. It's like, dog, you done worked all this time, and and a lot of times people do lose spouses because spouses go, I didn't marry yeah, for, the job, I married you. First, I had a reputation of being lazy and shit. We're probably one of the most overworked societies in period it's yes most capitalism stressed. is run amok and you look at so many other uh first world i hate that term but you know what i mean mm-hmm. you look at so many other these countries out here and they look at us like are y'all fucking stupid like right what you mean y'all ain't getting like a week of vacation every month what you mean y'all y'all mm-hmm. don't get siestas mm-hmm. what you mean y'all 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 got y'all don't have no work-life balance uh why are you working 40 hours a week wait five days like it's a bunch of countries mm-hmm. that don't do it like us mm-hmm. but let's get to the race karen guess the race I'm going black. All right, check the chat room. He got a favorite Negro spiritual in rotation, black. Uh, the manager was white. The worker was black. Thinking about the power bill, he had to say, he had, he said, light bill, I would be more short. <laughs> <laughs> black people do love saying, like, the lights. Because uh, like, that's what they are. They're all the lights. Nah, it's the air conditioning. There's a bunch of shit in this house I need to work, but it'd be like, you ain't paid a light bill? Like, the <laughs> light bill. Said, and that's all encompassing of everything. Yeah, I'm yes. like, nah, nah, nah. The TV bill, the the, the fan bill, all the of AC is the bill. Light. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Snickers for two decades of perfect attendance. This is America Black. Woo! Black trained to be responsible even to his detriment. Long as you got testing and ginger ale, you don't need no sick days, Black. Oh, no. And some crackers. Uh, the abuse that the abuse that man's they abuse that man's kindness. Black, black, uh, black, and a Burger King. Black, too strong not to be black. All right, the correct answer is he was John Henry Black. Honestly, the most emotional and cool part of that is the idea of having a second chance to be more present in his kids' lives. Uh, I, I, I was honestly rooting for the end of this article to be like, he quit Burger King and said, suck my dick. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> That's what I was looking forward to, too. But I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I, when I worked in restaurants, uh, as as much as there were low times, it was also one of the most rewarding jobs because you get instant feedback on if you did good and bad. Uh, you meet people, you talk to them, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you, you, your coworkers are normally in that environment, some of the, like, cooler people to work with because y'all all are kind of in the same, like, you know, mentality or whatever. Of right. just, you know, it's not like a desk job where everything is, like, buttoned up and super professional. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't eating pussy bananas, but we had some good times, ah! you know. Uh, but yeah, there was something about that job, that kind of job, that if there was a world where you could literally get paid what you were worth in that field, I bet a lot of people would do that job. You know, if there was a, if it was like, actually, we are going to pay you, we're going to give you vacation and mm-hmm. like treat you like yeah. a real person to respect, there'd be a lot of people in the food industry, but they don't do that. Right. And get rid of tipping and all that shit. You know, a lot, I know a lot of times, even a lot of the servers are against getting rid of tipping. I was like, yeah. no, just pay you what you want. Other than game theory, I've never had a job with better coworkers than restaurant. Cause it's always just, you know, it's, 
they just it's 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 more casual and and honestly a more fun environment. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying yeah, it can get fucked up as and mm-hmm. you know it, it, like any job, but right in general, I I prefer those people to to a lot of corporate buttoned up shit. Uh, all right, sore ratchet this time. Wrap it up. <laughs> Longest 23 seconds in the podcast every time. Ain't it though? A 58 year old man who police say suffers from a vision problem entered the wrong apartment in Olympia and was hit by a sword. Oh shit. That's why you wear glasses. Y'all out here just, oh, I can see fine. I don't mm-hmm. need no, they make me look yeah, funny. Go, go get your now eyes you gonna checked. walk into the wrong apartment. Next thing you know, you on the hibachi menu. No one is in custody. How's nobody in custody? Don't you know who lived there? But possible charges of first degree assault have been referred to the prosecutor's office for review. Yeah, because they're going to say it's self-defense. You walked into my apartment. Ooh. I pulled out a sword to protect myself. Uh, and we don't take swords seriously. Uh, police were dispatched to a second floor apartment. Uh, after a report of a burglary, the 911 caller said a man entered their apartment and was screaming at them. They shouted back. I can't imagine the Mr. Magoo-ass fight that was. You can't see. <laughs> oh, he probably was in there like Mr. Magoo. Yeah. He was like, Tister, why are you in my apartment? It's like, this ain't your apartment? Police later determined the apartment was occupied by three adults and two children. They watched TV. The man suddenly entered the unit. I'm assuming white. They didn't lock the door. Fearing for their children, the adults grabbed one of the decorative swords from the wall of the apartment and one of them hit the man in the arm with it. Well, cool. That won't fuck those kids up ever. The man left the apartment, was found nearby with a large amount of blood coming from his arm. The injury required stitches. After talking to the man, they learned he suffers from glaucoma. And they found a plastic bag attached to his hip that contained magnifying glasses. And they learned that he lives in an apartment on the same street in a building with a similar appearance in an apartment on the second floor. The swords were booked in the evidence. What? What you say? Wear your glasses. He didn't have his glasses on. He'd have been at the right spot at the right time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, y'all. Don't forget to come to our live show. Yay! And don't forget. Oh, shit. I should have said this earlier. Uh, you know what? I'll go back later and insert it in as an ad. Uh the do the live read mm-hmm. uh, which is my bad but don't forget to support our sponsor that y'all didn't hear live but we'll hear in, when you hear this podcast everywhere else um uh, matter of fact i'm gonna read the copy again just in case yes go ahead. if you love space adventures retro gaming and mind-blowing artwork check out joystick angels by ray comics meet five skill cadet palace deuce tank legs dragon Nettie and their leader fox train their whole lives to confront an evil alien force that ravished earth they're now facing the ultimate test. Are they truly prepared? Joystick Angels are from the minds of writer, artist, Ray Comics, CEO, TJ Sterling, MIT music producer and composer Spencer Sterling. The siblings are raising money for issues two and three, and the Kickstarter is packed with perks, including Ray Comics' completed flagship series, Okimus. Okimus is dark history and shattered 
Visions, along with a Joystick Angel soundtrack composed by Spencer. Support indie comics and embrace this colorful young adult adventure while uplifting indie black creators. The Kickstarter is live until September 22nd. Contribute now. Find the link in the show notes to support. All right, y'all. That's it. We'll be back uh, maybe tomorrow. If not, see you Saturday. Yes. Uh, Ballsy Sports is supposed to be Thursday. Nerd Off is Friday, which is why I might take tomorrow off because daddy got to have a life too. Okay. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.